0: Awe of Hashem is fundamental, as we spoke about in last year. Today, the Tanya continues and shows how, in specific mitzvot, if you have the right meditation, it will lead you to the right awe. He says a person should meditate how Hashem's light is all over, and it's specifically expressed in an undiluted fashion in the Torah that you're reading in its texts, in its messages, in this Tanya. Or in the mitzvahs that you do. And he gives examples of tzitzit and tefillin. And by reading this Torah text or putting on the tzitzit and tefillin, you're literally bringing Hashem's light into you. How does it work? Is that the light is pulled upon your neshama, the peace of God that's within you, and now the peace of God that's within you is absorbed and loses its identity within God's light. So literally... It activates that part of you in the when you do a mitzvah, when you study Torah, and you become lost in God's entity. It's an incredible amount of work. It's not just a basic meditation, this is beyond meditation. I actually work on vacating my and emptying my perception of an independent self. And I don't want to do anything other than what God wants. And he gives an example. He says, for example, Tfilin. We know that when a person puts on tefillin, both in their hand and in their head, there's four parshiot, four sections of the Torah that are in there. And he says, each of the four sections, as we see, there's a shin with three, and there's a shin with four on the two sides of the tfilin. The four sections symbolize four different energies that we're trying to connect with God. If you remember from chapter 3, the three intellectual elements of our mind is Chachma Bina andas, Creativity, analysis, and then connection. So he says, each of those four sections in the tefillin are there to connect, one to connect our Chachma. That is the section that he refers to as the Kadesh, the section of sanctify to me Every firstborn, which was with the Torah reading of yesterday. Then there is the section of Ahayya which is the Bina, the analysis section. And then the Dat splits into two, because Dat is about taking these ideas and bringing it into emotions. And in emotions, there's two general emotions. There's seven, but there's two fundamental emotions that is, kindness on one side and discipline on the other side the right side and the left side of the Kabbalistic table. And that's why by the way we have on one side of the film we have three, a shin with three sticks, and the other side we have a shin with four. Because Chachma Bina Das are three, but Das splits into two because it splits into the two emotional faculties. So sometimes it's referred to as three and sometimes it's referred to as four and that's why we have both. But what do you see when you're putting on film and connecting um, your mind to these four ideas you're literally plugging in your entire intellectual apparatus to Hashem another example is when a person puts on tzitzis, over here it's a more general meditation because a talus we're not talking about specifically the talit katan that we put on um, you know, under our shirt, we're talking about the talus that you put on so it's supposed to wrap you And by the way that's the reason why neck talisim are, are not enough, because the point of the talis is not just to surround your neck It's to surround your body. It's to engulf you, so that you're surrounded by godliness, similar for what women get when they go to the mikvah, being engulfed by godliness. So all these meditations are there to really uplift us. And he says, but what if after all these meditations, you don't feel such an incredible reverence? You don't feel it in your heart. He says, that's okay. As long as you have that mindset in your mind that will be enough to keep you on a straight narrow. In other words, even if you don't feel what you're thinking, if the mere fact that you're meditating on it means that your head is on straight. So maybe your heart's not straight, but your, your head's straight. And this acceptance of Hashem's authority in your mind, even though it's not felt in your heart, is nevertheless fully sincere because it's in the nature of each of us that we don't want to go against Hashem. So, therefore, it must mean that whatever Torah we're learning at the mitzvah we do because of that mental acceptance is fully sincere, like the service of a servant to Hashem. What do we mean, a servant? You see, he says, if a person only does Torah and mitzvahs out of love, I love God, we love you, it's all great. But it's all about you. You love God. And we're told, Hashem says, we say it in the Shema. You should serve God. You should serve Him. Hashem wants it to be a service. Now yes, love is a nice bonus upon it and in fundamental. But ultimately, as the Zohar says, a person has to commit to God like an ox that first has a yoke placed on it so that it becomes useful to the world. Likewise, a person must first accept the yoke of Hashem's sovereignty which... In the Hebrew is called Kabbalat Ol, accepting the yoke, and that's what we say Shema. The meditation is Kabbalat Ol, I accept the yoke. It's not about losing your identity in a negative way. No, because when a person who was created by God gives themselves over to serve God, then they're truly living their true self. When you give yourself over as a servant, that's when you are your true self. When it's all about you, then you're independent of God. In your mind, and then you're not living your true self because your soul craves to be part of God. So, yes, there's room for love, and there's room for the relationship that has like a son to a father, or a daughter to a mother, or to a father. In other words, that relationship is 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 valid, the loving relationship, but first has to be an act of service, like a servant. And these meditations are there to remind us to plug in into this world of awe and Kabbalat.